Recording. Welcome to What's New on the Scene. Today I'm chatting with Ben Seymour. Would you like to introduce yourself and the origins of your singing and songwriting? Um, well, thanks, Amanda, for having me. It's great to be here. Um, so I suppose the origins of um, yeah, where I started, I sort of, as a, as a young boy um, growing up here on the Central Coast, I sort of, I you know, my dad heavily inspired me with music as he was also a, uh, a guitarist and a vocalist as well, and um, among other things. And um, just having a lot of music going on in the house was what inspired me. And, and um, that's sort of what um, made me want to become a musician, I suppose. Uh, and also being involved in a lot of music at school and things like that. And um, yeah, music programs and all that. And that just sort of inspired me to, to become a musician and, and fall in love with it. And um, yeah. Um, was there a particular moment um, that made you become interested in music and what instruments can you play? Um, I suppose like a particular moment that made me interested in becoming music. Um, I didn't start, I suppose, getting serious about it until I started going into high school. I um, as I said, I was involved with a number of programs and all that, and I got a lot of opportunities to, to play all throughout, you know, the region and all that, and in Sydney and Newcastle. Uh, yeah, that was kind of what, um, yeah, made me take it seriously, I suppose, and identify that um, I actually did have talent and I wanted to take it to the next level. Um, so that was where, that was sort of the light bulb moment that made me sort of um, want to go to Hunter School of Performing Arts in Newcastle. That's what made me go there and do my HSC there. Um, but uh, what instruments I can play? Well, it originally started out as the piano and it eventually went into voice, violin, um, which I don't play anymore, the violin, but um, we, and then eventually went into guitar, banjo, harmonica and mandolin. And that's where I'm now. Yeah. Um, have you always wanted to be a singer-songwriter? Um, no, not always. Actually, when I started out playing the piano, I just did it for, like, uh, the fun of it, I suppose. And, um, you know, I was just learning to play the instrument. And, um, yeah, you know, like I played a few classical uh, pieces and all that kind of thing, but I didn't really start wanting to become a singer-songwriter only until probably about five or six years ago when I started taking up country music, which is where I am now. It's sort of, um, it's been, country music has been a home to me. It's sort of, it is, it, I found that it is the place where I belong. Um, and that was sort of what inspired me to be a singer songwriter is the fact that I've been, I've been listening to so many stories people have told uh, in country music that there are, you know, so many artists have got some great songs that they've written that tell um, some great, some great stories. So, um, yeah, because that's what, you know, it, it's all about. It's all about telling stories. Um, yeah. Um, what is your creative process like and do you have any advice for new artists to improve their songwriting? Um, my creative process, um, although I have been a bit slack lately with my songwriting, um, I do uh, come back to it intermittently, but I'm hoping to get into it more uh, more frequently over the next uh, yeah next few months. I'm hoping to start, you know, putting some more time into it. But um, yeah, I, I write, I, I, the problem I have is I tend to write, I tend to write, um, I tend to write well instead of really badly. Now, my advice to like any new artist is to um, 
I suppose, just write anything. That's that's my advice because we can really improve uh, the more we write because over time it will become better. But um, see, that's the op that's the problem I have is I don't write bad stuff out and mm. I probably should be learning from the bad stuff that I write to write good. But um, yeah, because if, if it's a bad idea, if I think it's too cheesy or whatever, I just uh, not throw it in the bin. But in actual... Uh, uh, in reality, I should be just uh, keeping it and having a look at it and referring back to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next question. Can you explain what it was like to perform at the 2021 UN Comp in May? And do you have a favourite artist that you love watching perform? Um, yeah, it was great performing at the Comp. Um, I, uh, having played at it last year, um, I knew what I was up against. I knew that the quality of people that were going to be performing there were going to be extremely high as they always are and um i just uh i went in it for the fun of it because i knew that you know a solo act such as myself um because i i do music for the fun of it anyway i i love doing it it's the best job in the world and uh i um i did it for the fun of it and uh, i knew that i wouldn't uh, <laughs> i wouldn't have stood a chance against some of those bands that were there um, but uh, yeah, it was just great being up there, seeing so many people there and being up on that stage uh, there. And uh, uh, yeah, favourite artist I had was um, the, the Irish Wolfhounds. They were absolutely fantastic. They were, they were the best Irish band I have ever heard in my life. Um, and I've heard, of, I've heard a few here and there, but um, they were absolutely outstanding. They were like top notch. Uh, and I'm so glad they did, you know, they did so well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, name your musical influences who inspired you to become a musician. Okay. Um, musical influences. Well, um, when I was starting to branch out from my classical music, I started off with, um, I started getting like piano poppy sort of stuff. So Billy Joel was a huge influence on me. Um, and then, um, like I said, I didn't get into country till about five or six years ago. And without a doubt, the biggest influence I had was Keith Urban. And that was sort of what led me into discover other country music artists uh, like Glenn Campbell, John Denver, people like that. And also come to appreciate um, Australian country music artists. Um, uh, yeah, so like I started getting into people like Troy Cassadaly, Lee Kernigan, Travis Collins, Wolf Brothers. Uh, people like that but uh, yeah uh, what has been your favorite venue to play at so far and is there anywhere that is your dream venue for a show okay that's a great question um my favorite ben venue I've played at was the opening concert of the Tamworth Country Music Festival I played there a couple of years ago um and it was uh it was it was a ball it was um I was there for the um 2019 CNAA Academy of Country Music. Like I was one of 27 people in, in the country that was uh, selected to be a part of that uh, program. Um, so that was my, that was the best place I've ever played at. Like the amount of thousands of people out there. Um, yeah, it was just, it was a great show. Yeah. And um, uh, my dream venue, um, oof, um, really dream venue, gosh. Um, I mean, you know what? I'll go back there and play there again by myself. But, <laughs> but look, in all honesty, I just love to be able to play play a ticketed show and just have people enjoy it. You know, to be honest with you, but that's any venue where there's a um, you know, crowd full of people 
um, wanting to see you play is a dream venue for me. Yeah. Are there any artists that you would be interested in collaborating with and have you collaborated with anyone? Um, I was at the Academy of Country Music. I collaborated with the uh, Australian country songwriter, Alan Caswell. Um, we wrote a song together there. It was, uh, it turned out pretty good. was pretty happy with it. But um, in regards to anyone else in the industry, I haven't really collaborated with anyone. I've sort of stuck to my, you know, stuck to my own uh, self. And uh, yeah, but I would be, I'd love to be able to collaborate with others in the industry. Um, so, I'd, you know, Troy Casadale, uh, Travis Collins, uh, the Wolf Brothers, uh, people like that. Um, that have a, um, a similar sort of sound to me, I suppose. But, um, yeah. No. Uh, what songs do you always include as part of your set list for a gig? Oh, um, I always include songs that, you know, people love, people remember from a long time ago that, pe you know, people have got a good connection with. And um, so I love always love throwing in a couple of Slim Dusty ones. Um, people always love those, like Lights on the Hill or Probably No Beer. And, um I always throw in a couple of chisel ones because everyone loves K Sand or Flame Trees or something like that. Um, yeah, I always throw those in for sure. Yeah. Uh, what are some of your goals for the next year? Um, so right now I'm at the University of Newcastle doing a Bachelor of Music. I aim to finish that by the end of the year and then I'm hoping to go on and do a, a uh, Masters of Teaching degree so I can um, teach in schools in the future. Uh, whilst pursuing, um, you know, uh, being a songwriter and, a, and my own uh, producer and all that at home. So, uh, and playing gigs as well. But I'm, I'm aiming to do that, uh, yeah, a combination of all those. Uh, because to be a successful musician, you need to have, a, you know, a combination of things um, to be successful in your craft. But um, otherwise, uh, to continue songwriting, I suppose, the next year, um, potentially have something out. Uh, next year maybe just depends uh, how we're going but you know because I haven't had an awful lot of time because of uni but um, yeah hopefully yeah are there any new covers coming out soon and any gigs that you've announced so far um, well we're currently in lockdown here on the central coast so I haven't uh, had any gigs at all <laughs> so I'm hoping that we can come out real soon and uh, I can start getting some more local gigs here because uh, I don't get an awful lot of work in Newcastle. Um, not that I can go there at the moment anyway. <laughs> Newcastle's kind of not really my scene up there, but um, see, uh, but uh, yeah, no, look, I haven't really got anything booked at the moment, but um, yeah, I might put up a couple of things maybe in the next few weeks, uh, a few covers or something like that. But uh, yeah, um, other than that, not, not really. Yeah. Uh, do you have a message for any new fans listening to your music and fans coming to your future gigs? Um, well, or, you know, um, I suppose, do I have a message for any new fans? Um, I guess um, just sit back and enjoy it, I suppose, because, um, and, and appreciate it, I suppose, and support musicians if you can, because especially during this time, musicians are really doing it tough. Uh, and if, you know, uh, you go, if, uh, if you could go out and support your um, music, your, um, you know, I suppose uh, local musicians, uh, that, you know, um, by buying their music or buying their merch, um, I'm sure they'll always appreciate it. But, um, uh, and 
and any fans coming to my future gigs. Um, uh, yeah, like I'm always open to people uh, suggesting songs and I'm, all, I'm like a walking jukebox practically. So, um, oh yeah, I'm always open to it and for people having a great time. So I always love seeing, you know, audiences get involved and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, um, and any future musicians out there, just... Um, just enjoy yourselves and um, keep doing it. Because like I said, it really is. It's the best job in the world and I just love it. Yep. Well, it's been great chatting with you today, Ben. Uh, listen to the other episodes that have been uploaded to Spotify and other music platforms. Um, I hope that you do get out of lockdown soon and hopefully a few more gigs in the next you know, a few months and hopefully the covers will be great for people to listen to. Um, we've been What's New on the Scene. See you next time. <laughs>